Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Road of High Five, uh, an opportunity where I get to speak to different members of the High Five team and learn a little bit about them and how they ended up here. So I will let my next guest introduce herself. Over to you. Hi, I'm Anne Louise. I am a part of the Edge of Leadership team at High Five. So uh, the first question is really looking before High Five. What were you doing before you worked here? And then what was the path that led you to being here right now? Yeah, I feel like I have to get my hands free because I always <laughs> talk so much with my hands yeah, so I can yeah. be ready. Yeah. I definitely wanted to be an educator for a long while. Um, that was apparent in my time at undergrad. Uh, I was at Hartwick College and I was able to first be introduced to a challenge course uh, through their program called Awakening. It's an orientation program for new students coming to Hartwick. And I loved it. It was amazing. It was a really powerful experience for me and I couldn't get enough of it and wanted to keep figuring out how to be a part of that community. I was also going for my teaching certification for my elementary teaching cert and I really enjoyed a lot of aspects of it. I was always pushing it in my classes of mm. bringing like pipeline props and doing a physics lesson, yeah. but in reality also looking at the group and how they problem solve. And I remember you have to like, when you're in a um, teaching program, you like do a lesson for your peers because you're not in the classroom in that moment. Yeah. And I was so proud that I brought a lesson plan to life that People wanted to like stay after class, like the period was over, we all had to go to lunch, um, but folks were arguing to stay because they wanted to do pipeline. Oh, that's and awesome. so like seeing the power of like teaching academics, it was just what I was trying to prove I could do, mm -hmm. but also the group component and the motivation and how this class of people just sitting there in a lecture all of a sudden came to life was so neat. And uh, I eventually got to student teaching and it didn't work for me. Mm. There was too many things that I had to like grit my teeth and just do because I was, mm -hmm. it was standardized and needed to happen and yeah. not necessarily something that felt really important in the moment based on the students that were looking back at me. And so I was so grateful that I had the opportunity to take all that I was learning through the Awakening program. I, there's also um, Challenge Education, which is a student-run organization with the support of uh, faculty and staff there that allow for us to utilize that challenge course year-round. Oh, wow. And so that was a wonderful uh, way where I started to realize through Challenge Education that there was actually a job in this field, that adventure education existed. And so just started to do contract work and play more and learn more about what the powerful tools of facilitation and experiential ed and adventure ed can bring to a group of people. And my interest was always in students. There's been like two big moments where I kind of found myself really interested in something and then had the beautiful realization that it actually existed, oh, that people yeah, yeah. did that, yeah. that like you could make a living going out and working on challenge courses and, mm -hmm. and working with students around this work. And that's what um, I eventually went to SIT Graduate Institute in order to 
understand more of the power dynamics and the challenges at play within our education system and started to really feel grounded in like, I want long-term relationships with the groups that I'm working with yeah. and I want partnerships with the schools and I really want to look at like social emotional learning and then all of a sudden this job emerged and mm -hmm. it was another thing of like, wait, that's actually a thing that's happening oh, out yeah. there. <laughs> and so it was yeah. such an awesome, like I'm so lucky, so privileged in having those doors open at such opportune moments. Is there someone um, that you think in this industry that had a big influence on you? I mean, I feel like I have so many folks in order to recognize um, and just different things that they've taught me yeah. at Hartwick. There was um, Seth Lucas, who actually is just such an amazing role model in terms of how he connects with people and really makes people feel heard, mm. how he was able to lead. Uh, Challenge Education had a really rough patch in terms of just the college cycling through and, and not being sure if they wanted to carry on and keep funding and supporting this resource that we all thought was hugely important mm -hmm. um, and his ability in order to guide folks and make a lot of sacrifices in order for that to continue. Just like someone who like lived, eat, breathed the program. Oh, yeah. And they um, definitely learned a lot from him as well as his ability to turn things over to young people, students, and be able to let them learn through doing sometimes by making mistakes or not making the best decision yeah. in the moment around reading the group and um, but it was all supported learning, and he was able to always prioritize that, so I appreciated that for sure. Is there something that you have that you're passionate about, something you like really get excited about outside of this field? Yes. <laughs> I'm like so excited about this field that sometimes it's blinding around other yeah, things. Yeah, it happened. Um, it, this one's interesting because it, it's something I'm definitely passionate about, but I think the, the lines are blurred a lot. Mm. Um, I do a lot of um, organizing around social justice and racial justice, yeah. looking at um, how our community in Brattleboro is structured and whose um, voices are heard and who's left out of conversations. And um, it's really neat to see when uh, we're talking with a bunch of fifth graders and all of a sudden... Uh, all the girls raise their hand around being worried about being bossy. Like mm. that's a moment where some of my skills around having hard conversations around sexism then comes up oh, yeah. in a fifth grade classroom. And how do you navigate that with the teacher and, and figuring out all of those pieces? Um, but then my facilitation skills and organizing and things that happen at high five are so relevant when I'm <laughs> now holding a open meeting oh, yeah. and looking at co-facilitating and, and navigating all that, all everyone who shows up in those spaces too. So that's definitely something that feels intertwined and connected. You can't mm -hmm. really leave those things aside. You can pretend they don't exist, but yeah. it's, it's something that has definitely been uh, growing more and more just of, uh, I have more of an outlet in Brattleboro in order to learn from other people doing uh, social justice and racial justice work as well as being able to contribute and plug in there. So Now we're going to go on to the section. It's just going to be some quick-fire questions. I'm excited. And uh, some of them are <laughs> sense, make sense, and some of them are completely nonsensical. Okay. So. Like the like horse duck thing. <laughs> it's definitely in here. So. Uh, I've been <laughs> working on my answer, answer for so long. Yeah. I've had a really fun time um, 
uh, there's a woman who I know from the social justice organizing stuff where I asked her randomly as she swung by high five and she was so confused like seeing people <laughs> outside of any type of context of team building or whatever yeah. getting asked that like is this what you talk about at high five? And I was like, yes, you weren't there. I wasn't able to bring her yeah, in order to meet awesome. you. But yeah, that's funny. This is the like you realize, like, my life. Yeah, this is what I do for a job. Yeah. Questions. So first one, though, uh-huh. is name a song you have sung at least twice out loud in a car. Ooh, that I do on a regular basis. Um, there's the, the, like, ones, this is recent, the mm-hmm. Moana ones. Um here we'll go, here I'll go. Um, then there's also uh, Hold On by Whiskey Runners, Whiskey Tavern Runners. What? I don't know. That I'm one has some up. good, like, I like do the harmonies on that Ooh. one. Yeah. So okay, that, I'm going to have to good. listen to it now. So that I can one's really a good one. Moana is Moana, but. <laughs> Name your favorite side dish. <laughs> okay, the first thing that came to mind was Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Which seems like a lot of people would be like, ew, gross. No. Brussels sprouts are awesome. I love them. I'm going to do Brussels sprouts with some like roasted carrots in there as well and parsnips. It's the question time. The question. Oh, okay. <laughs> Would you rather uh-huh. fight a hundred horses the size of a duck mm-hmm. or one duck the size of a horse? One duck the size of a horse Great. because mm-hmm. with all of my abilities, I'm sure I'd be able to train it. And see, I'm, I really want to fly. I would then be able to fly around on a giant duck. This is exactly the, the exact answer I always give. Yeah. If I could put a saddle on that duck yeah. and ride, it has master of the land and the, and the sky and the water. You would own it all. I think. But I think that's the perfect option. Yeah. Plus, like, a lot of little things are more terrifying than one big thing. I can keep my, like, eyes on the big thing yeah. if I'm trying to battle this duck or really, like, win it over. Yeah. My battle strategy will be very gentle and... A lot of coaxing. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, I don't, I'm not built for for, for <laughs> actual defeating of something. I'm also I'm, not built for like fleeing right now either. So I think it's just being <laughs> friends is really what I'm <laughs> I can't fight you. To. I can't run away. We better be friends. We <laughs> just gotta be friends. I gotta. Friend I'll do you. whatever. So there isn't really a correct answer to this question, but you did say the correct answer. So great. Okay. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> no, no one else has said that so far. Um, this one's another. Would you rather? Uh-huh. Would you rather age one year? Every time that you sneezed, mm. so every time you sneeze makes you a year older, or repeat grades kindergarten through 12 as an adult. Oh my gosh, so the right, second one. So second one, you uh, would definitely well, repeat the grades. For context, I don't sneeze that often, so it doesn't oh. sound that bad. I don't know what you I don't okay. know. I don't, I don't have allergies. It's like yeah. one thing I don't get going on. Like I would be, I would be dead pretty quick, so <laughs> I'd have to choose the other one. But yeah, but so you're choosing. even regardless... There's so many times where I'm in schools where I want to go back through school. Did you have a fun school time? Did school was okay? Really? Yeah, that's for me. Well, there's also like some schools that I hear about where like, oh, I want to go back to your classroom. Would I have to? Oh yeah, I think you were going to give me more context. Do I have to repeat literally like at the school that I was at, or could I like move somewhere far off? The question's been asked before, and and for the previous person, I allowed them to pick where they went. Okay. So that so I'll probably of, mix it up every year. Every year, different. Oh my gosh, I'm an adult. I could handle different that. friends. Yes. Different friend groups. Yep. And if it goes bad the one year, hey, you're going to a new school yeah. anyway. Is there any grade that you would look forward to the most? Mm. I would say the the older grades. 
just because they'd probably, despite how alternative of a school I can find, which really <laughs> seems like I'm just trying to go to college yeah. or something yeah. again, but I would be able to like, like a school that would allow me to do some independent projects and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that is where I, I really enjoy like getting really in depth on a particular thing, even if it's in like earth sciences or something that I'm not like ridiculously impassioned by mm -hmm. being able to get super specific around, um, tectonic plates and what submerging zones look like and like getting really into it, I think would be something I would enjoy. And I don't think they allow you to go to the same level of depth in kindergarten. Um, last question. What is a job you would like me to have? You? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can you develop podcasts? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, who knows? If this goes well, this could be a new thing. Not that I'm looking for a job. Every time I ask this, I don't think it's weird that maybe I'm asking for, how do I get out of here? In an alternate universe. No, but yeah, what is a job you would like me to have? I will say, I don't think expect it from me, but some people have just put me into terrible jobs. So oh. please put me in something nice. Oh my maybe. gosh. No, yeah. that's not at yeah. all. Put me, in a, put me in a nice job. What, what job would you like me to have? Well... I would love you to dabble in stand-up comedy because I think it would be really interesting to hear your perspective and, and it would be cool to see you challenged in that way. I also Terrifying, know... Terrifying, but yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. totally agree. It would be hard. <laughs> like, just like really hard. I, I, for, for a small period, and Danny my wife will verify this, um, I was thinking of it. I bought really? A, I bought a DVD and a book on how to do it and then I wrote a set list of like 10 minutes mm -hmm. and then I performed it once at a talent show and then I was like yeah I'm not doing that again <laughs> it, was, it made me so nervous it's like instant feedback as well laughing or no laughing mm -hmm. so it's like terrifying but okay stand up comment I feel like you'd also you you'd be like a really good caregiver like I could picture you being oh. with like little ones and mm. and um like having yourself like a ball and having so much fun with a bunch of little kids yeah. and then them having fun and learning so much by being around you. And, um, I could picture that too. Well, awesome. So, Hey, and I think those work, two jobs, you could, you up. could do both. All right. Thank you so much. Anne Louise. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks Phil. <laughs> thanks for listening. And can you say, Thanks for listening to High Five. Thanks for listening to High Five. <laughs> and then what about, thanks for listening to High Five's podcast. Can you do it? Okay, try. Thanks for giving us a good guy. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We certainly appreciate it. If you liked what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you have any thoughts, comments, feedback, or ideas about the content, please email us at the creatively named email address, podcast at highfiveadventure.org. That's podcast at high, H-I-G-H, five, the number five, adventure.org. Thank you so much. Bye.